everyone, and welcome to The Imitator Podcast, where we're discussing how to become more like Jesus, one topic at a time. My name's Curtis Henry, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jeremy Sutherland. Hey, y'all. Um, today is exciting. We are we have moved locations for the, for this hot, hot... Mm-hmm. Uh, we were recording on a Tuesday, June 15th. It's about 95 degrees outside, it feels like. It feels like a 95, and where we normally record in, it's probably 105. Yeah. Um, Upstairs in a non-air-conditioned, non-insulated house. Yes. <laughs> so, so we're to, coming to you from the sanctuary and um, at Harvest Church. Harvest Church, yeah. a real ground in the village, a sweet yeah. place. Hey, um, yeah, exciting podcast today. We are, yeah, I guess we're talking about like God's communication with us, hmm. um, and uh, what what we're so encouraged by is that. One, how blessed are we out of all the time periods in history to have and like have the word of the written word of God mm-hmm. right in front of us? Yeah. Um, you think about even 500 years ago, that was not a possibility for the average person right. to just have not just one, but like how many, how many versions right. do we have and, and, and how commentaries many Bibles, commentaries? And, it's, yeah. And, and all through all that, you know, through God's word, He is communicating with us. And I, and I was just thinking of, uh, John and I, I turned from John, but John chapter, oh, I'm turning there. John chapter like 20. Yeah. John, just going to John chapter 20, verse 30. It says, and truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which were not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God. And that in believing, uh, in that, believing you may have life in his name. So it's the reason why John wrote his gospel was that you might have everything we know we need to know about Jesus to have that believing, saving faith in him. Right. Um and God's just communicated God gave us his word. And so he is. He spoke the world into existence. He he communicates through this prophets in the Old Testament. Um and and here we are, and, and we yeah. have God's Word sitting in front of us, and what, just what a blessing. And on top of that, I mean, going back a little further, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us speaking to us. And yeah. so, I mean, we are really set up for success here. <laughs> we have everything we need. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I was reading this interesting, or I started to read this book um, called The Silence of God. And the first line in it struck me. It said, a silent heaven is the greatest mystery of our existence. And uh, part of what we want to talk about today is just what what do we do and what happens when God is silent? Yeah. Yeah. So the silence of God. Yeah. And so uh, last week we talked about Zechariah 7 um, and it says, you know, there are a few different things I think that we can look at, but I think the first question is like, why is God silent? You know, like why is God silent at certain times? Yeah, yeah. And Zechariah seven thirteen says, since they refused to listen when I called to them, I would not listen when they called to me, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Um, and then in Psalm sixty six eighteen it says, if I have not confessed, if I had not confessed the sin in my heart, my Lord would not have listened. And so I think the first step when we're thinking about silence from God is, well, we need to look at ourselves. We need to examine ourselves and see, okay, am I 
uh, am I in the wrong? Am I, do I have sin in my heart? And is that why God is being silent? And so once we check with that, then we can kind of move on and say, okay, well, if it's not sin, then, you know, is, is God silent for other reasons yeah. other than us being in sin? And so I was reading in Job and it's in Job one twenty two. Like Job, obviously, most of you probably know Job's story, but he was a very successful man and then had everything taken from him, his family, his wealth, everything, his health, all of those things. And and then uh, he was plunged into this terrible place and God was silent for a long time. And it says in Job one twenty two, it says, in all this, Job did not sin, um, by charging God with wrongdoing. And so Job was without sin um, and God was quiet. And so I think we can say, okay, there are times, sure, when God might be quiet because of sin and there are times where he might be quiet for another reason. Yeah, yeah. And that's hard, That's hard, right? Um, yeah. I think all you have to do is do a, a quick uh, Google search on God is always talking, and you'll, you'll you'll get a number of Christian articles. Um, mm. One that popped up was God is always speaking to us if we will listen. And he starts out this uh, Matt Morton by quoting the movie Bruce Almighty, which I don't think I've seen that movie. But mm. um, what I'm struggling with is it's it's funny. I don't know if I would take uh, <laughs> instruction from it, but <laughs> Bruce Almighty. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I. I I get that. Like, I, I, I guess in, in one sense, I get what they're saying, but in the other, I don't. Because one, on one sense, we have the word of God, um, and that is God's communication to us. That's, right. every, that's everything that we need for salvation, to believe that right. Jesus, who Jesus is. Uh, we, we know that we are indwelt with the Holy Spirit, and that uh, God can speak through us through his Holy Spirit uh, for, for correction, for reproof. And yet um, also, um, God can give words of prophecy of, of, of yep. you know, all these things, but, but yet what do we do when we sense that silence of God? And, and I, and I go back to the, you know, we, let's go, let's just take a, like a wander through the, through the whole Bible. Right. Perfect. All right. Is that, is that work? Good um, time to do it. Yeah. Good time. to. <laughs> so, so we have, um, Hebrews 11, and I think this is a key verse because it says be, Hebrews eleven six. 6, but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Um, that's, that's from Hebrews 11. It's the hall of faith. It's all these characters that had this incredible faith. And I think part of it was that, you know, faith is, so simple. It's like listening and obeying, right? Mm. And and to simply listen for God's voice, what he calls us to do, and then to obey that. And would it be walking by faith if God was always talking? Hmm. That's a good question. Like if, if God is always speaking to us, then where does the faith come in? Yeah. Yeah, that's Cause, a Because we have Abraham, who's an example of, of faith. Right. Um, and... and from my reading of Genesis, there's only seven times where God communicates and speaks to Abraham over the 175 years of his life. Hmm. So we average that out to what? Once every 25 years, if you're going right. to spread it evenly over his life, right. yeah. that God directly spoke to him. Um, 
That's, and if that's this not a hero lot. <laughs> of the faith only had God like like directly speak to him, and, and Abraham didn't have the this written word of God in front of him, you know, mm-hmm. he just he listened to God and those things, and he even disobeyed God a number of times. You know, we have that yeah. that back and forth, but he listened and obeyed, and he because of that is an example uh, in the Hebrews eleven, the Hall of Faith. Mm. Yeah, and I mean Noah's another good example. Yeah, right? yeah. Noah had um, Noah was given instruction to build the ark, and that a flood was going to be coming on the world. You know, it had never rained right. during that time, and 120 years <laughs> later, this flood's coming, and he was given instructions. And it there's no there's no other time that God communicated that right. I can see that there's I've read. No record. There's no of, record of God communicating to Noah outside of that one time where He's like, okay. Get prepare you and your family for this this thing that's going to come on the earth in 120 years. And that's so faith right there. 120 years. Of, it is. <laughs> he listened faith. to God and he obeyed it. He just, boom, he did. Yeah. Mm. And so he ended up in the hall of faith. And, and um, but God did. God spoke a number of times through his prophets. Um, we have those in the, you know, the Old Testament. But then we come to this, this, this gap in our Bible between the Old Testament and the New Testament, the mm. intertestamental period, right? Mm. And we have 400 years of God's silence. What wow. was that like? Prophet after prophet had spoken. Now they'd been rejected. They'd been murdered. They'd been killed. Yeah. Uh, um, and yet for 400 years, they're like, God, speak to us, God. Like, and they cried out, which is why John the Baptist shows up and it's like, whoa. God's speaking again, like yeah. God's using somebody. And um, yeah, there was that silence had been ended, but what were they called to do in those years, 400 years of silence? Mm. Yeah, there's like these huge gaps when we look at scripture of times when it when God just doesn't speak. And so, uh, and I've, you know, this whole idea that God is always speaking, I've seen, I used to be of that same mindset and I, I've seen, uh, friends of mine who had a, had the same mindset. And I think that it, while good intentioned, that mindset can actually be destructive in the way that if we are constantly feeling like God should be speaking to us and directing us at every move and we're constantly listening for him, but like Abraham, if he's only speaking to us once every 25 years, like uh, that can be really discouraging if we're expecting God to speak to us each moment or in every decision that we have. Yeah. And I've seen time and time again, friends who have who have been completely of the mindset that God's always speaking to us, where they'll go for a time period, which I think most, I think every Christian goes through a time period where God is is silent or quiet, you know, and we Mm -hmm. have to exercise faith. Um, And when that happens, it's, and they feel that they aren't hearing from God, it's Mm -hmm. very easy to just come to the conclusion, well, God must not be real. Yeah. Because if if the idea is that God is always speaking, but I'm not hearing him for years or months or whatever the time frame is. Or weeks is even, or, a, or weeks. Even a few days, right? Yeah. Oh. Is, is he even real? You yeah. Know, like, yeah. I'm not hearing anything. Yeah. You know, so I think the it's consistent with scripture to say that there are times where God is quiet. Yeah. I mean, what about, you know, when Jesus was with the disciples in the boat crossing over 
the Sea of Galilee and the storm comes and Jesus is up asleep, you know, or down or wherever he was, asleep <laughs> on the pillows and all his disciples are freaking out. Well, Jesus has said, we're going to go the other side. He right. didn't say we're going to go in the middle and, and then all drowned. He's like, we're going to the other <laughs> side. And then he fell asleep because he was at p- perfect peace and rest. Mm-hmm. And, and yet his dis- disciples freak out. And um, Yeah. Well, I mean, just in my own experience with that, like, like I said, that I, I used to believe that God was always speaking as well. And I just had to listen. And honestly, I felt stressed all the time <laughs> Yeah, because I felt like I, if I missed a word from him or if I missed, uh, like I used to listen in the car, like, oh, do I need to take this street or the next street to get home? And I like, you know, and if, if I picked the wrong street or if I didn't hear in time, I would feel like, oh, did I just miss like an opportunity that was down that street? And I totally believe that we should be listening for God all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that, that's not an excuse to just say, oh, like, oh, I don't need to listen then because I believe that God absolutely does speak to us. Yeah. Um, But from what I read in scripture and from studying, it doesn't seem, scripture doesn't seem to point to the, to God speaking all the time. Yeah. But he does speak. He does, he does absolutely. absolutely. And Jesus speak. would say, "My sheep hear my voice." Mm-hmm. Um, and even even with that, you know, um, there was there was silence between God and Jesus yeah. on the cross. Mm-hmm. You know, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus felt that silence. Right now, now did he all of a sudden throw off? Well, God's not real because I, I have that silence. No, he was, he was called to continue to listen and obey yeah. to what the father had sold and, and said previously and just to obey him and, and take that on. And right. Um, yeah. And in Matthew four, four, when Jesus is in the wilderness, uh, you know, I think this is, that was a, that was a big time when, when God was quiet for yeah. him. Yeah. And he goes into the wilderness and is tempted. Um, and the first thing Jesus says when he's met with temptation is, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. When he was tempted to, Satan was telling him to turn the rocks into bread. Yeah. And so the first thing he did was he recalled scripture. And I think that's a big thing that we can do when we've... Our, we we have a decision to make and we have to make a decision mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and we're listening for God like obviously we need to listen for God um, but we also need to consult scripture when God is quiet yeah. and I, I think Jesus is a great example of that in the in the wilderness uh, also you know consulting after consulting scripture like consulting godly wisdom from friends mm-hmm. is a great Option. Having wise counselors. Wise counselors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, um, I, I, you even look at the, the greatest um, missionary, you know, the Apostle Paul, and there seems to be silence in his life, you know, mm-hmm. and he, and he, and what I love in, in Acts 23, verse 11, he's given this promise be of good cheer, Paul, for as you have testified to me in Jerusalem, so you'll also bear witness in Rome. And then you see all the trials and tribulations that came in those at least two years period mm-hmm. of, 
He, Paul knows he's going to make it to Rome, but he gets shipwrecked on the island of Malta. You know, he gets like all these, like he gets bitten by this, this crazy fiery venom snake and all these things happen. And yet he knows that God had made that promise that he would make it to Rome someday. Mm. Like he, he just, he held on to those things and I, and it's, that's faith. That's for me, that's faith. I, I, I struggle with, you know, like I said, would you be walking by faith if God was always talking? Right. Um, it's a great question. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think we it's so good for us to to be listening and and I think that we as the church really do focus on listening to God's voice. I think yeah. that's a really positive thing. Like yeah. we need to be listening and we yes. need to be in the word and we need to be um doing those things and so um it's certainly not throwing those things out, but it's just seeing things from the eyes of scripture. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And being okay when we sense, when we, there's a, there's a, a, just a holy silence. Right. Not, not being thrown by it. And I, yeah. I even read this in, uh, it was an article written by crew campus crusade. Uh, and it says it, it had this little section about, um, silence can be intimate, like silence from God can be intimate. And I've mm-hmm. never thought about that before but they equated it to like when you're really comfortable with somebody, you can be quiet and in silence with them and, and, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was really powerful. Um, Isn't that like a, the mark of it? Like when your relationship has hit it, either with right. a friend or with a girlfriend or someone, it like, is like when you can just be in silence mm-hmm. and it's not awkward, it's not tense. Like th- right. th- you're just, it's okay just being together. Right. Yeah. So there's that level of, of intimacy there. And, um, you know, going back to Job, like God had such faith and was able to say Job would be faithful to to him when Satan was testing different people, when when Satan wanted to test Job. uh, And God was just confident and he trusted, trusted him. Yeah, he trusts. And he was quiet (laughs) and that's okay. You know, trust, listen, obey. You know, I, yeah. as we're talking, I'm even thinking like, for those of our listeners, you know, go Acts 17, go Berean on us, you know, study this, see mm-hmm. if it's, this is correct. Um, see if this is of, of the Lord. Right. Um, I, you know, I never want to put myself on some kind of platform that I couldn't be. Right. No, I'm, I'm human. I'm fallible. And I, and even, even as we're talking, I'm like, I leave the, the spot open to like, maybe I, maybe I am wrong. Maybe I have this mm-hmm. totally wrong. Maybe God is always speaking and I'm the one at fault right now. Right. So I, oh, I leave my theology open to like, all right, Lord, if, if you want to speak into this, but yeah. uh, I, this is, this is, I, I don't know. I just, as, as, as an imitator of Jesus, I want to, um, be just walking in a, a in a obedience of faith, just listening and obeying right. to him. Right. Yeah, that's great. So, um, yeah, we just want to thank you all for joining us on the Imitator Podcast today, where we're discussing how to become more like Jesus one topic at a time. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend and make sure you're subscribed so you get updated when we have a new one. And uh, we will be with you very soon. See you guys.